Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. How can you be more successful with online dating? Tonight, I'm joined by someone who definitely knows a thing or two about the world of online dating, Adam Cohen Aslade. Adam is the founder of S'more, a new dating app that's trying to change the way that we approach online dating and building relationships. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Adam. How are you? Yeah, I love talking about everything dating and relationships, so I'm definitely on the right show. All right. (laughs) Okay, well... Let's start off with talking about your dating app, S'more. Uh, S'more is doing things a little bit differently than other apps that we're used to. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it and what makes S'more so different than other apps? You got it. Well, first, let me just solve a pain point because a lot of Canadians are going to try and download the app. It may not work. You have to be connected to an American app store. Um, But... Yeah, my background in the industry, I've been working for dating companies for the last 10 plus years, Uh, built my first dating website in 2008 as a grad student at Harvard. So I've been doing this for a very long time. And uh, yeah, prior to starting S'more, I was running one of Bumble's apps called Chappie. And then I came across or the concept of S'more sort of or very organically, actually. I was on a beach in Mexico. I was sipping a margarita, trying to figure out what next to do with my life, had no intention of creating any kind of a company. And I met a woman on the beach, a woman of color, a beautiful woman. She was a millennial. She was curvy. And she said, Adam, you ruined my life. And that's the impetus for S'more, if you can believe it or not. And I said to her, well, what do you mean? I, I don't even know you. How did I ruin your life? And she said, look, As a woman of color, I know exactly how to win at this game. And I think dating apps are truly a game. I know how to airbrush my photos. I know what to write in the perfect message and what to include on my bio to make sure a man responds. The problem is I'm giving him what he wants to see and hear, but that's not who I am. So on dating apps, to be successful as a woman, we're encouraged to be someone other than who we are to get a man's attention. And in the end, it all breaks up. It never really works out because we aren't authentic. Why can't someone love me for me? Mm -hmm. And so it really resonated with me. Uh, I'll pause there. But yeah, it really resonated with me because you can imagine I spent my entire career literally creating missed opportunities if what she was saying is true. Mm Mm-hmm. So S'more is considered to be an uh, obviously an anti-superficial dating app. You know, profile pictures are revealed over time only after a person has indicated interest in a person via interacting with their profile. And I love that idea. And obviously this app came to be because there was a need for people to create deeper, real connections. I would love to hear more about the kind of connections that you see people trying to look for now. Like, what are we looking for online? Do you think that um, there has been a shift away uh, from more casual flings and hookups that are popular on other apps? Because I know that some of the other apps are suggesting that, let's say, one in three users um, feel even more urgency to find a partner since the pandemic began and more than half reported that they're ready for a long-term serious relationship. What are you seeing on your app? 
Okay, lots lots of questions. Okay, I love these. So, so first off, s'more was conceived to be the antithesis of what exists. So while ninety five percent of dating apps out there are about image first, ours is not. Ours is a community for singles, and that's a really big distinction because in a community you get to meet people on your own terms. So if you want to look at profiles, you can. If you want to consume really fun video content or chat room content, there's different ways to meet new people. Just like if you were going to a bar, to a lounge, to a club, there's different ways and different approaches to meet someone new. Fundamentally on S'more, we say slow it down. Our app is very intentional. And so on S'more, we give you a 360 degree perspective of who someone is with voice, with music, and with interactive elements. And then the more you chat with a person, the more visually is revealed about them. So just the mechanics alone are very different. It's very much mm-hmm. like Love is Blind. So if you've seen the show on Netflix, I love the show. You, if you've been frustrated on apps before, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's like a show out there. It's the I mean, wild, wild west. You know, who you're show. talking to. Yeah. Once you've been doing it for one or two years, you want to move on. We're what you move on to, if that makes sense. I was going to say, in terms of how COVID has impacted singles, I mean, Laura, you are working with so many singles across Canada, even across the U.S., and you've seen this too, I'm sure. I think that even before COVID, there was pent-up demand for what I'm going to call more meaningful relationships. People wanted to have conversations, and I think actually a lot of it was propelled by Gen Zers. Gen Zers are not enamored by a a good-looking photo. They grew up with social media. It's like their right hand. So for them to download an app to see good-looking people doesn't really make them excited, as it did for millennials. They're really looking for different ways of connecting with people that are fun, that has an entertainment element to it. And I think that's why apps like S'more really resonate with that generation and others. But in addition to that, COVID sort of was the the big world reckoning, right? We all are now at home. We think we're so social, but when the world comes to a screeching halt, you start to reflect on what you don't have. And I think, unfortunately, we as a society, uh, industry of dating apps, social media, we've treated relationships like they were disposable, like there's plenty of fish in the sea and that it's not really, you're not worth my attention. You're not worthy of my attention. And that's just not true. And so I think coming out of COVID, there's a newfound respect for people, for relationships, and hopefully really to have meaningful, more meaningful conversations. Yeah, I love it. And you know what, there are plenty of fish in this sea when you're, you know, stuck in a relationship with someone who doesn't treat you right. Um, that's when there are more uh, fish in the sea. Now, dating apps aren't always easy for everyone to navigate. We know this, right? Why do you think so many people have difficulty with online dating apps or or give up on them if they're not getting results right away? Yeah, so I think we we still live in a world where we demand instant gratification. And I think that a lot of it comes from the fact that we all have an iPhone as our personal assistant. And iPhones have done wonders for the world. They have a lot of positive outcomes and they make our life so much easier. But I think, unfortunately, in the relationship department, it's really let us down because unlike, you know, ordering food to your house or an Uber to your house or ordering tickets online to travel somewhere, or concert tickets, or even checking your medical records, banking records, you can't order a relationship to your door. 
But Adam, some people think that, that you can order a relationship to your door. Laura, here's the caveat, which you already know. You can order sex to your door all day long. Whether it's with Grinder or with a with Tinder or with Bumble, you can order casual encounters totally. But relationships take work. Relationships take time. And to get a relationship to be successful, you need to think about it as this onion of different, you know, information that you're getting from a person, different experiences, and there's no real end to getting to know a person. Um, but the intention has to be there, and unfortunately. Sex is not just going to get you into a relationship. That's something physical. That's part of a relationship, but isn't the end of a relationship. And so, unfortunately, while it's been great for casual encounters, it hasn't been as great for relationships. But I do think that apps like S'more have a very different perspective when the community is really about getting people to talk. Because what you don't have, unfortunately, on a lot of these apps is a lot of conversation. There's a lot of swiping. There's a lot of matching even, but there's not a lot of intentional conversation. So if we're not having conversations, that means we're not taking the time to get to know a person. So we may say we want a relationship. We may download these apps and say to ourselves, we want a relationship, but our actions are different. Our actions are saying we want sex. We want something casual. So there's a big disconnect there. Yeah. And, and what about like guys, right? Like I find that guys are so visual. Are guys interested in, in signing up? Like obviously some are in order for your app to work, but like, are they interested in an app like yours? Um, just, just because of, of that aspect, like not being able to see the person first, you know? Yeah, look, I think that we're human beings, right? So we all we all are visually attracted to people. We all, you know, have sexual needs. And I think that that's true of men and women and however you identify. I think that that's true of all of us. But I, I don't think that's enough. Men do want an emotional connection. Men want a meaningful connection as women do, as anyone, however you identify yourself. We are humans and we, we long for an emotional connection. We long to be loved and held by someone else. And we're just not getting that. From most of the apps out there, we're getting a, a cold body, if you will, like it's fun for a moment, but it turns cold pretty quickly. In terms of, you know, what people are looking for, again, it is those more meaningful connections and the intention has to be there. I think the reason why S'more works for so many people is because everyone's treated equally. You don't get to have a great airbrush photo on S'more. You don't get to use an old photo of yourself on S'more. You have to really be authentic and genuine because all you hear is someone's voice first. All you hear and see is what people have listed on their profile. And so the more that you are actively involved in a communication, you're rewarded by seeing more of that person. So for anyone using S'more, it really levels the playing field. And the coolest thing about it is you end up connecting with people that you would have never otherwise thought you'd be into. But because you gave that person a shot at love, you're able to be more vulnerable earlier on and have much more meaningful conversations. Awesome. After our break, we're going to be discussing how you can be more successful on dating apps this year. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640. I'm Laura Bellotta, joined by my guest, Adam Cohen-Islati, founder of the S'more Dating App. Getting back to our chat on how to be more successful when it comes to online dating. 
Uh, prior to the the break, you know, we were talking about why people have difficulty with online dating apps or give up on them, uh, you know, when they're not getting the results they need. I just wanted to throw in there, I think that people get burnt out as, as well, right? Um, when they're not dating intentionally. And that's that's what it's all about, is dating with intention. You really need to map out what type of personality you're looking for. Why do you truly, like, what do you truly want out of a relationship? And, and have clear goals so that you can find a partner to share those goals with you. And also, what are the most important things for you to find in a partner, all right? So you should have a clear understanding of all this stuff before you uh, put yourself on a dating app. All right, Adam, um, your online profile says a lot about you, and and it's one of the the first chances you're going to have to introduce yourself to somebody new. So how can you improve your online dating profile? Like, what are some of the most important things to keep in mind? And I want to chime in on this, too, because I have a lot to say here. But between the two of us, let's give out some amazing information here today. So how can people improve their online dating profile? So here's the thing. Don't treat your bio as a LinkedIn profile or as a Snapchat profile or as a TikTok profile. This is meant to be you in the dating world. And so oftentimes Mm -hmm. you find someone's profile that feels very much like you're trying to hire them for a job to be a marketing coordinator and you're not, you're trying to date that person. So I always (laughs) say, say something that's unexpected about yourself. Say something about yourself that makes someone fall off a chair and laugh. Say something like, you know, you love pastrami tacos and a margarita on the beach. You know, your favorite music, you know, you, the song that you sing to in the shower is Katy Perry's Roar. I mean, just something that shows that you're a three-dimensional human being. Because what happens on so many of these apps is it's really a snapshot of who that person is. Most people won't give you more than 30 seconds, if that, if that. Um, and if you're on Smore, it's different. But if you're looking at most of these swipe apps and all they have is a photo, Make sure the photo then is unexpected. Make sure you're giving someone something that another profile does not have, not a glam shot, not a butt shot, not a boob shot. Give me something that shows your personality. Let yourself truly come through because you may get fewer likes and matches, but you'll get the right likes and matches. We're not trying to get you, your ego to be up. We're trying to get you to find the right person. So say something truthful about yourself, make it unexpected. And I always say, add as much information as you want about yourself. The more, the merrier, because the person that's going to be the most intentional, intentioned person out there is going to read your entire profile. And hopefully that person starts a conversation with you based on information you have in your profile. So give it to them. Give them some ammunition. Give them some easy, lowball uh, icebreakers about yourself. And give them a reason to send you a first message. Give it to them. Yes, and I agree with all of that, Adam. And I think your pictures are everything as well. You know, it's good to have a variety of photos of yourself in your dating profile. Um, And, like, make sure your face is clearly visible, you know, and don't make the first photo a group shot where it's not clear on who you are. And how about smiling in your photos? Um, Don't you find, Adam, that people who smile tend to appeal to more people? 100% smile show don't just show me a close-up and by the way please do not use overly airbrushed photos do not use crazy filtering we want to see you maybe at the gym walking your dog any kind of an animal in photo just gets more attention 
if you are suggestively sexy, that's what we want to see. There's a new term of 2022. It's called sustainable sexy. Give them something, but let them want more. And when you're looking for a match, you have to think about what's sustainable sexy is. That means that person is going to be attractive to you from day one until the end of your life. You're not looking for lust. You're looking for sustainable sexy in 2022. Mm-hmm. And also try showcasing some of your personality in your photos too, right? Maybe a shot of you laughing, a shot of you outdoors, if you love nature, for example. Maybe a shot of you in your pajamas with a decaf coffee, you know, if that's your ideal Friday night and you love to lounge, represent you the best way that you can. Um, also, just to give more tips, like I think it's important not to bite off more than we can chew. You know, some people struggle to turn people down and they end up getting lost in like these endless conversations with a bunch of people who they don't really like or they don't feel strongly about, right? And this is not productive because, you know, again, it leads to that dating app burnout, you know, where you put so much time in and you start talking to all these people and then you're not connecting with anybody. What do you have to say about that, Adam? So many people do that. Yeah, I I agree with that. And again, I think that's, I was just reading an article this morning and a woman on Tinder created sort of the anti-Tinder profile. So literally she put, posted a blurred, a pixelated photo of herself. And she says, you know, you're looking for a hot girl, then don't send me a message. You're looking, basically every reason why you would think you should send this person a message she wrote the opposite, and it turns out that she got the most attention on, t- uh, on Tinder or two weeks ago um, in the U.S. So sometimes just being really authentic to who you are, to the comedy, to the things that you read, you are going to be attracting the right type of a person. Again, the realer, the better you are. If you think that you're going to have a highly curated profile of what you think they want you to be, and again, it's hard to do because we've been told – And even we've been rewarded by these apps when we put those sexy photos on, when we say we love running on the beach and, you know, wearing bikinis all day long, we're rewarded by men reaching out or by men, you know, saying that they want to chat with us, but those aren't the right people. So you want to make sure that the image that you put out there is attracting the right type of person for what you're looking for. Again, If you're looking for a long-term relationship, if you're looking for sustainable sexy, you want the guy or the person to be intelligent, athletic, ambitious, humorous, all these other qualities, make sure you're also conveying those qualities in your own profile, right? Because, you know, what I find in this industry is, especially women, I'm not trying to knock you guys, based on my experience, Mm -hmm. right? Women have a laundry list of Prince Charming, and this laundry oh, list is never ends. And yeah. you've got to be this, 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 this. And the woman on a date is looking for the red flag. She's looking for a reason to not like him. And the reason she's, she's sort of encouraged to do that or rewarded to do that is because these apps tell you there's another person waiting for you. So if he doesn't meet the 150 things that you want, there's another person for you. The imperfections of a person makes that person perfect for you. If you're trying to find perfection in mm-hmm. another person, look within yourself first, because the things that are imperfect about yourself are the cool things and uniquenesses about you. And you want to find a lot of those in the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life. Okay. So Adam, you said that women have a laundry list of 
what they're looking for in a partner. But men have a laundry list of, of what a woman should look like, too, when they're looking for a partner. You have to agree to yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I think, look, I think, I think a man's list, uh, so, again, I, I'm over-exaggerating here, right? Again, every people also identify differently today than they did, you know, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, women have a just crazy list of requirements that they want in a partner. And, you know, their parents told them to never settle. And I agree with that. You shouldn't settle. If there's a red flag for you, you need to walk the other way. But when you're trying to find something wrong with a person so that you can move on to the next, that's also not the right approach. And I say this because first dates tend to not be that great. And when you put all this pressure on your first date, you never really give that person a chance. Most of the time, if you would give that person a chance, date number two and three ends up being so much better than date number one because you're more, you feel better about yourself. It doesn't feel as stressful for you. You're maybe not going to as a fancy dinner. You're doing some more of an activity. There's a lot of pressure and stress that we put on ourselves and that society puts on ourselves to be dating efficient. Don't waste time. Get the information and move on. But guys, this is not a job. This is a life partner. This is a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner that you can be with. It's just a very different thing. You need to take your time. You need to feel it out. And it's a journey. And as you're a single person listening to the show, you need to enjoy the journey of being single and getting to know people because once you're in a relationship, you'll never have that again. So enjoy the process. Don't speed it up. In fact, slow it down. Get to enjoy those moments with people because those moments, even if you don't end up being with them, will last you a lifetime. And you'll learn and you'll take something from this date and from this experience with partner person one into your next uh, date, into your next relationship. It's all cumulative. Everything you do, every experience you have makes you or that you have makes you a better person in a relationship. I, I love this. Everything that you're spewing out here, I talk about regularly. So I'm not going to go into it again myself, but I love this information because I feel like we, we need to hear it over and over and over again. I just love it. And also, you know, what uh, in terms of improving your online dating experience as well, I think that you should try to set a limit on how many people that you'll be dating at once. You know, it's hard and really time consuming to manage the dating process when you're talking to so many people. It's consuming. It's confusing. It makes you completely exhausted and discouraged. And this is when you need, you know, to take a break when this happens. So if you feel like you are dating so much, nothing's happening for you. It's called dating burnout. You know, just take a step back, hide all your apps for at least, you know, I would say 30 days, Adam. Do you suggest the same thing? Like, you know, take a step back and, and you know, and really um, just take a break. And then once you go back in is put a little more effort and change up your profile and your pictures. What do you think about the whole burnout and taking some time uh, away? Yeah, I I agree with that. I think, look, you know, burnout's a real thing, both at work, especially throwing some COVID into there. It's a very stressful world that we're living in, more stressful than I think it's ever been. Um, And mental health is a real thing. It's something that we didn't talk so much about two or three years ago, but it really, it's real. And we now feel it. So it is real. What I always say is don't ditch your family and friends for a date. 
I think oftentimes we're on, you know, these apps. It's Thursday night. It's Friday night. We already have plans with our family and friends, but we're sort of inching to maybe going to meet a person. And we're ditching our closest friends and family for this random person that we don't know. And so what I always say is, look, it's important to go on dates and there's time for that. But I will also say, oftentimes when you least expect it is when you find the right person for yourself. When you put the, not the least effort, but when you're not pressuring yourself so much to find that soulmate of yours, you're going to go out with your friends for dinner. You're going to go out to a lounge. You actually may find them in the real world. I know it's a crazy concept, but enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the time with your friends. Their ride or dies for you. They're loyal to you. And maybe being with them when you don't feel all that pressure is when you'll be open to love the most. Yes. And I love all of that. And we need to take a break now, guys. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation on how to make online dating work for you. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM 40. I'm Laura Bellotta, joined by my guest, uh, my special guest, Adam Cohen Aslady. He is the founder of the S'more Dating App. And we are getting back to our conversation now on how to be more successful when it comes to online dating and using dating apps. Adam, Many people struggle to get a hold of dating apps. Um, They get overwhelmed with them, okay? That's what we were talking about um, just in the last segment. Now, apart from making sure that your online dating profile is, like, stellar, right, how can you be more successful on dating apps? Like, let's chat about how you can increase your chances of getting a match by starting conversations with them. So let's talk about that, what the conversations should look like. So, you know, when we were starting S'more, we ended up starting a, cele- a sorry guys, small segue, but we ended up starting a celebrity dating show. So for all of your listeners out there, um, if you look up S'more Date on Instagram, you can see 185 of your favorite celebrities talk about everything dating. One of the people that we had on our show uh, was a very famous matchmaker named Patty Stanger. And she has very strong views, as you probably know. Laura, you're friends with her. You know her. She's an industry woman. I know. And and what's interesting is she says one of these apps out there attracts more type B men. So not assertive men, men that are more like wanting women to come to them first. And she says that, you know, that doesn't really work for most women in long term. What I would say is that if you are, regardless of how you identify, regardless of your gender, regardless of your sexual orientation, you need to take charge of your own love life. If you come across, if you want to be successful on these apps, you need to be assertive on these apps. Now, that doesn't mean to be aggressive, but if you're a woman and you're used to a man sending you a message, but you come across a guy on a, on a profile and you read it, and you actually think that this person is compatible to you more than because he's in a bathing suit and he looks great. He's actually compatible to you. You need to be sending this guy a chat. You need to be sending him a conversation. I agree. You can't just sit back and wait for the world to happen to you. You need to own your own relationship, and it starts even before you're in a relationship. 
get in his way so he sees you and notices you. Yes, Adam, yes. Men want, you know, men want a, I don't know if this is an appropriate term, but like a boss. Men love a woman with direction. Men love ambitious and strong women. It's the most attractive quality. Girls, women like guys who are confident, right? Confidence is king, but it works the other way. Maybe guys want to take care of women, but we love seeing a powerful woman take charge of her own life, take charge in business, just be a boss in whatever it is that she's doing. And so a boss, but not boss. Clarify that. A boss, exactly. but not bossy. Everywhere. You need to take, take control of all parts of your life. So, again, when you come across a profile that is of interest to you, it is really in your best interest to send a message because if not, that person could be a lost opportunity. The other thing is, and like you mentioned earlier, you do want to showcase, you know, assortment of photos of yourself. But you also want to make sure that you're really filling out your profile to as much as you can, right, to the limits. Add as much to your bio as you possibly can. Add as many icons that show descriptive nature and characteristics of who you are. And then just to make sure that you're showcasing really who you are and not a version of who you want to be, make sure that your best friend also reviews your profile to make sure that it's accurately reflecting the kind of guy you're looking for and accurately or the kind of person you're looking for and also accurately reflects who you are. Because if you're trying to be someone else, then you're also attracting the wrong type of a person. I love all of that as well. And everything you're saying is so spot on. Now, what should conversations look like? Because I, I do not like the hi, hey, or hello approach. It, it, that approach gets you absolutely nowhere. Say something of substance. So I'll let you explain how people should reach out, Adam. Yeah, so 50%, and again, I hate doing this gender, <laughs> I feel like we're having gender wars on this call, but the day, I'm just going to tell you the data. So over 50% of men, people who identify as men, start a conversation by saying, hi, hey, or what's up. 75% of women will not respond if that is the first message. Think about that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so guys out there, we know that you're trying to play a numbers game and swipe on as many women as possible. We know that you're trying to you know, increase your odds, but the better option for you to do would be starting a meaningful conversation. I always like to start a conversation by revealing something personal about myself because it gets the person to reveal something about themselves that is more depth, that shows more depth of character. Um, And it could be, you know, fun fact about myself. I competed in the Junior Olympics in Canada or um, I won a hot dog eating contest when I was 15 or I worked for a nonprofit and I helped to raise $10,000 $10,000 to save mm-hmm. children or whatever it may be something that's really showcasing that you are a good person, that you're, you know, you're a real human being. Uh, if you're an athlete, it showcases your athleticism. If you are, a, you know, an, an intellect, it showcases your intellectual aptitude. Just show something that reveals something personal about yourself and then flip it on them and say, I'd love to know something that you accomplished recently, or I'd love to know something personal about yourself as well. And I think that you can ask that question once you've revealed something about yourself. In addition to that, I always love to ask about real world things going on. So on S'more, yes, I'm married, but I also will go on S'more and ask people, what did you think of the Super Bowl? Did you like the halftime show? It's an easy way to start the conversation. 
Adam, before the break, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make when it comes to dating apps? I think that they they are looking for an instant connection. They're trying to swipe a million times to find someone yesterday. I think that they're working too fast and they're not taking their time to get to know a person. They're not spending time in the conversation. They're not going on virtual dates. Basically, slow it down. If your intention is a relationship, these things take time. It's okay to delay your response to a person. It's okay to spend time deciding, should I like them, should I swipe, or should I not? Just slow it down. Take your time. Really get to know a person before you go on any type of a date. I also want to add uh, some of the mistakes that people make with online dating. We come back after the break. And then I think you sent me a couple of questions from um, your audience, Adam, and we may have time to answer them on the air here. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 with myself, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca and Adam Cohen as Lottie. And uh, he's from the app S'more. It's a dating app. Wonderful app. You guys should check it out. And we're getting back to our discussion on online dating apps and how to make them work for you. Just before the break, you know, we were talking about some of the things that um, people should avoid doing on dating apps, some of the mistakes that they're making. And Adam um, clearly gave gave us some, but I also want to add to like, how about people that talk negative in their profile? That is such a big turnoff for me, Adam, when they start doing the, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, I look at like that person seems really jaded to me. Or people lie yeah. about who they are, right? They're lying about who they are and what they're looking for. Or you're dating and you recognize these red flags, but you don't do anything about it. You just ignore them. Stop ignoring the red flag, guys. Stop ignoring the red flags. And your first picture should not be of like a snake or a fish or something. <laughs> it should be of your face, for goodness <laughs> Adam, you guys should not even allow people to do those things on dating apps. Like, I, I would flag. I love them. that you said that. Yeah, like, what do you do? You sh- are you doing anything about that? Because I think that would set you apart from all the other apps for sure. Well, first, I'm going to tell everyone to watch Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Okay, and number yeah. two, watch Love Is Blind. If you want to know more about S'more, S'more is the Love Is Blind app. So, very similar to the way that show works, where you get to sort of meet the people over time, see them over time. Um, But yeah, I think that, you know, dating apps are very insecure for the amount of people that use them and the amount of maturity that we have with the dating industry, it should really be more secure. So S'more, not only is it one of the safest dating apps and probably most fun dating app that you can use because it's not a dating app, it's a community for singles, which means it's a place to hang out and meet new people without the pressure. We use a technology from Amazon called Recognition, and it essentially asks you before you create a profile to take a facial map. So we take a biometric of, it's basically a map of your face, and the map of your face allows us to compare that all the photos on your profile are of you and not of someone else. 
So virtually no catfish on s'more. And when you remove catfish, you incre increase the quality of every user on your app. You also get rid of a lot of these fraudsters. But most dating apps don't have such sophisticated technology because it could be bad for business. What you may not know, and I'm gonna let a little cat out of the bag here, on a lot of these bigger dating apps, there are known catfishers on these apps. Catfishers tend to pay for premium so they can commit more crimes. Well, what happens is you have an app full of nefarious characters causing damage, which doesn't help anyone. So an app like S'more, everybody's verified, everybody's real, and then you're able to not feel strange when you have these conversations. You know they are who they say they are to a very high level of degree, um, which means that your success rate will be much higher. I love that. Everybody needs to download the S'more app today because that sounds amazing. So, Adam, we probably have time for one or two um, audience questions. Um, I think this is your, these come from your audience. So here we go. For starters, I'm a nice guy. I'm to I totally lack confidence with women. That's why I use Bumble. And I'm on the sensitive side of the male spectrum. I tried all sorts of things over the years to meet women, online dating, cooking classes, dance lessons, even volunteering at marathons. I've recently met some great friends along the way. And a few cool, cool girls I didn't end up going out with. Unfortunately, the women I dated weren't the ones I was interested in, while the ones I really liked blew me off. So now he's in his 30s. He feels like he's tried everything. Improving himself, creating opportunities to meet women, even experimenting with faking elements of his own personality. But he's still totally self-conscious about getting the women that he wants. So what advice do you have for him uh, for a truly good guy who's never had any luck with women? So what advice do we have um, to win with women? We see this a lot, right? So you feel anxious, you feel annoyed that you're on these apps, you're putting your best foot forward in your opinion, and you're not attracting the right person. You know, he mentions being on Bumble and not being successful on that app. And I think that he may want to be on an app and be more assertive on those apps and start really sending out the first messages himself. Um, if he's attracted to a certain kind of a lady, then he needs to seek out those people. But, but by the way, it's not just dating apps. You don't have to only focus on dating apps. If this guy's really looking for a partner, he needs to be out and about all the time. He needs to be mm -hmm. with his friends. He needs to be hanging out at lounges. He yeah. needs to go to Costco or to Loblaws, spend a lot of time in the grocery store, walk very slowly down the aisles. You need to meet people in every place possible to increase your odds of meeting the right person. If he's an athletic person, maybe go to the gym, do some marathons, join an athletics club in your area try a meetup on meetup.com. It doesn't only have to be about dating apps, but I will say if you're not finding the people that you truly are attracted to, you need to be evaluating profiles with a fine tooth comb. You need to be more assertive when you send out that first message. Uh, and I think that if you do those things that you should be successful. Yeah. And it sounds to me as well, Adam, that he's lacking confidence. And women can sniff that out a mile away, okay? Overall, the more women you approach, just like Adam said, the better your game, the, um, the more confident you're going to be around them, right? And, the, and that confidence can be at magnetic. Now, the whole seduction game revolves around confidence because when you have it, it shows. Um, it shows that you're self-assured. And then what happens is you're going to increase your value, um, and you're going to believe in your own success. And only when you know your own worth are you going to be able to show up to the other person around you. 
Now, you have to believe in yourself. I think it's all about that. And I, and if you start thinking that women that you're talking to are out of your league, then again, they're going to be able to pick up on that. And you're not going to have a chance with her. So um, you just yeah, want to do sure. things that are going to help you build your confidence. And I also suggest speed dating as one of those, uh, you know, one of those good things to do that. And also speed dating is great to help prep you for online dating. Again, it gives you that confidence because it forces you to have conversations with people, like a bunch of people in one sitting. I could not agree with you more. I think that understanding where your insecurities are, being aware of them is extremely important because if you're not aware of what they are, then it's very hard to work on them. So being aware of them, I, what I love to do as well, and I, and I still do this to this day, I'm in my mid thirties, I do the Superman pose. So when I have a big business meeting or I'm nervous about meeting a person, I go in front of the mirror in the morning, mm-hmm. do my hair, make sure I look good, put my hands on my hip and I psych myself up and I say, I can do this. I'm worthy. I'm great. I can do this. I'm worthy. I'm great. Because the truth of the matter is you are amazing. You are worthy and you are great. And as long as you believe that it's true mind over matter. And I agree with you that that mindset attracts also different types of people. So if you lack confidence, try the Superman pose, go Google it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, give it a whirl. Go on dates, feel good about yourself because you know what? The right person, you will find the right person. It may take a bit more time, but you will always find the right person if you are yourself. Adam, that was a fantastic show. Where can people learn more about you and your wonderful app, S'more? Go check out S'more Date on Instagram or on TikTok. Go check out S'more Date on the web. Download S'more in the App Store if you're in the U.S. And follow myself on Instagram, Adam Konaslati. Check out our celebrity dating show. And email me if you have any questions about dating, love, or relationships. I love it. And you guys can check out singleinthecity.ca for upcoming events. I'm pretty sure we're going to be hosting in-person events soon. So please, please, please check that out. And, of course, follow me on Instagram, official Laura Bellotta. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and every other week. Thank you. Ciao for now. <laughs>